shit and get crystal I hope I made it clear like No fear, you can't fathom If you a dope girl, but this your anthem Never hold my tongue like a ransom Yeah, I talk my shit and then some I travel across the world, find the answers I am a vessel of the people I'm the centerpiece, that's what you're telling me uh, The voice of peace and serenity Like grief, yes please But you nigga not dope like me Like, uh Y'all, you're tuning in to another episode of Dope Girl Dialect. It's your girl, Samantha Jade. It's Yans, the goddess. And it is Jodeci, not the group. Hey, and we're back in beautiful Brooklyn uh, with another episode, of course. And if you're tuning in like usual, hopefully you put your friends on by now. It's 20 motherfucking 19. Everybody should know about DGD Pod. If you haven't told your best girlfriend. Tell a friend. friend, To tell a friend. Your auntie. Tell your boyfriends and your girlfriends. You know, like if you haven't told anybody Tell your side, nigga. (laughs) Tell your side, nigga. The main nigga, side nigga number two, boyfriend number three. Okay. Okay. Because they act like they can't get replaced. Seriously. We got options too. Okay. If you haven't told anybody by now about us, you're sleeping. If you don't know me by now. No. Okay, my brother. Oh, right. Low key, I was telling Brandon, uh, my roommate, I want to work on my falsetto. No. Okay. Ooh, okay. Falsetto reminds me of the dream. Yes. I love oh. that song. I met this dude. He was a choir director. Long story short, he told me, even though I cannot sing right now because it's a muscle bitch, you know, I get the right vocal coach. You know, I keep working with it. No. All right, Mariah. No, Whitney. I know. Okay. Like, <laughs> Mariah is technical. Mariah is a goat. <laughs> Better respect it. But we're super excited today because we have a very close dear friend with us in the studio. Oh, super excited to have our homegirl Gianna in the building. Hey. <laughs> Traveling all the way from Texas. Texas. Lord. What area Welcome. Texas? Thank you. Thank you. Okay. you Tec- yeah. yeah. Where? Dallas. 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 Okay. Dallas. Not Houston, but Dallas. Not Dallas is lit though. It is. It's boring though, but it's lit. Oh damn! Damn. <laughs> Why do you say it's boring though? Like, what's boring about it? Um, <clears throat> it's just like everything closes early. I'm oh, used okay. to everything opening late. Uh, no alcohol on Sundays. Um, that's like a real thing. That's a real thing. Oh wow! And they stopped selling alcohol. Not that alcohol is a really big thing. At eight. Wow. 7 or 8 p.m. I just don't like being policed. Don't police exactly. my, my movement. Because in Chicago, I could roll up to Jewel 12 a.m. and still get some licks, even on a Sunday. But the scene is not that popping. It is, but it's really not. It is. It's a it's small not. group. I heard, yeah, I heard it's like, it's like uh, brewing. Like it's like Brewing to... like a 10 year old tea. <laughs> 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 I'ma just keep oh, it steep and forever. I can Well, today we're talking about um, uh, emancipation, uh, leaving, you know, where you're from, leaving the nest. And uh, perfect that we have Gianna here because she just yes. mentioned that she. From Chicago, 
No, I'm from oh, Dallas. You're from Dallas. Lived in Chicago. Lived in Chicago. Yeah. And now you're back in Dallas. So we're going to talk to her about her journey and um, and what that means in terms of finding yourself as a budding creative. So just uh, give everyone a little bit of background about yourself and what you do. Um, and let everyone know a little bit about that. Okay. Um, <clears throat> born and raised in Dallas. Uh, I am a producer, creative um moved to chicago in 2013 for school met jodeci whoop whoop (laughs) um stayed there for four and a half years graduated for after the four stayed a little bit longer went back home uh and i'm ready back i'm ready to go okay i've been there for about a year and some change now where you trying to go either chicago or here okay I need to get with the creatives, you know, because yeah. being back home, I got really complacent. Yeah. Really into the slow- slowness of how the South runs. So it's just been a struggle yeah. trying to stay on top of music and creativity. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. <laughs> say so you would say, obviously, that you, uh, you know, would think being around other like-minded individuals will help foster your process absolutely <laughs> definitely yes i mean we do have a, like people who rather isolate like when they're in the creative zone like mm-hmm. they want to hunker down and like you have to love like kind of stuff yeah going to fucking wyoming <laughs> and then nowhere before he went to hawaii to yeah. work on heartbreaks like yeah. it's things like that um, why is it so important for you to be in a, a bustling city, so to say? Um, Accountability. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have people around that are doing the same thing, it makes you do a self-evaluation like, okay, what am I doing and why am I not farther than where I am now? Like, how can I, what can I do to grow? And when you, well, specifically when I'm in Dallas, it's kind of like, oh, I'll get to it tomorrow. Yeah, I'll do it later. I'm kind of tired, you know, but when I'm in Chicago, it doesn't matter if I'm tired. Like, I really don't care because everybody around me is doing the same thing or doing something like, hey, come on, let's go. Yeah, there's no, no, there's no, there's no, no, you can't (laughs) say no. So that's the difference. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's a plausible reason. Yeah, like. I completely get that, especially like I know for me, like when I isolate myself in New York, like I don't try to leave the middle of Brooklyn in my home. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck it. Or if I'm not in tune to what's going on in the world, I definitely get complacent. It's like, all right, girl, it's been yeah. a week. Like, re-enter into civilization yeah. and get your shit together. But that's definitely true because, like, um, even when I went to school, it was kind of the same thing. Like, you know, you're complacent, like, oh, you know, whatever. But you see other people out there doing shit, and you're like, what? First of all. Half the people can't do the shit you do. Yes. So it's like, all right, come on. I have really no excuse. Right. Yes. So it's definitely one of those things. Like, you know, you see people doing it. You're like, fuck it, I can do the shit too. and do it better. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And you know that you're better at it. It's just not that you're lazy. It's just you get used to Mm -hmm. the environment. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You get comfortable. comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Too comfortable. Too comfortable. Yeah. There also can be that flip side, though. I'll play devil's, devil's advocate a little bit where you're like, okay, it's constant people out here just putting out work and stuff. I can chill for a second. Or just not wanting to feel like if you're already in an air quote oversaturated market, mm-hmm. just not wanting to be just your project or your work getting lost in the shuffle. 
So you take that time back and you step back and you're like, you know, let me wait for the right moment for me to put this out here into the universe, not when everyone else is doing it. So I, I like I even me, I'm guilty of doing this where I spend periods of time where I'm active and I'm going to functions and people seeing my face and I'm connecting with other individuals and, you know, making those, you know, network, net, networking, um, whatever the fuck I'm trying to say. Um, <laughs> making those connections. <laughs> making those connections. Yeah, she right here. Um, and then it's like periods where I'm just like, it's too much of it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's constantly too much. There was this one period, it would probably have to be like 2015, 2016, when it was just like, non-stop functions every week like going out three times a week mm-hmm. just in and seeing the same people and it's just like oh my god like you know when can I just ever chill and then I would like revert back to my hometown Philly and just be like okay there's creatives there too but I'm not in that loop anymore mm-hmm. so it's just like a release for me or an escape for me to not have to think about working yeah, and yeah. keep it keeping at it so I think because it's uh, coming to New York or going back to Chicago, it will kind of be like fresh, new energy for you. Yes. You're not going to feel that way. You're just going to yeah. hit the ground running. And Yeah, because I mean, I've had a lot of time off, um, even like my last couple of months in Chicago. A lot was going on, but I was still working. Mm-hmm. Like being at home, I work my day job more than my creative job. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like frustrating right? because it's like when I'm at work, I'm like, oh man, you know, I have so many ideas, but the hours that I work is when I'm most creative. So I can't step away from my actual job to go create. And that's, it's a, it's a struggle. (laughs) I, I think I do agree with what you were saying earlier, Sam, having the option to have a break. Yeah. And not being in like a super lit city. I guess for me, knowing myself, I would have to be in a city like New York or Mm -hmm. like LA or something major. Granted, I hate the fact that New York definitely has like way too many people that live here. (laughs) But when I wanna be anti-social and go in my little bubble and be like, mama, I went to college for no reason. When I get like that, it's I can go into like a safe space, really just locking myself in my room, maybe pack a bowl or two. Um, or three or four. Or three or four. I don't know. Hit my baby. You talking about cereal? Okay. I can yeah, do that too. Girl, yeah, that's Captain right. Crunch. You got mint cookies, Girl Scout cookies. Um, <laughs> no, I would have to be in a thriving environment that fuels my passion only because if I feel like I'm somewhere where I can't go, Mm-hmm. Like anywhere, like for example, I'm from Ohio. The music, there's not a known music scene. Mm-hmm. So I would honestly, I would feel discouraged in my ability to create that opportunity for Ohio where it's just like, yeah, you know, come to Dayton. Like we got XYZ and blah, 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 blah. I make it a fun attraction for like, oh, you know, they're producing like dope artists that's coming out there. We only got what? Machine Gun Kelly and fucking Kid Cudi. And Bow Wow. <laughs> Don't say, and why you say fucking Kid Cudi? Like, <laughs> like he's a disgrace. He said fucking. Don't get Sam started. Look, okay? yeah, she, not, said, and fuck, she said, <laughs> and fucking <laughs> Kid Cudi. Like he done put out the worst of the worst. <laughs> 
Like he ain't birthed these other niggas. Let's put some respect. <laughs> <Let's say. laughs> he's a, he's a daddy. Man. Man. Look, these niggas. No, look, I'm not hating on Cuddy. I almost exploded just you know, now, y'all. I saw it. I mean, he did. <laughs> I saw it. He a bit over uh, hype, but I meant to say <laughs> kick. I almost to throw this bitch out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Wow, Joel. I'm not playing with her. <clears throat> I guess, too, it might depend on what you're trying to do. I mean, granted, you can create music from anywhere. They say that all the time. Or you can work on your passion from anywhere. But no, and honestly, location would matter to me mm-hmm. because I would get discouraged if I'm not meeting the people that I want to connect with in order to help me get somewhere. Right. I feel it's more easier for me to work with a team of people to get to some type of common goal versus just going at it by myself mm-hmm. and it's also too like well what resources do i have in ohio and it, it, it would just be very overwhelming for me yeah so yeah. i would have to depending on what i was trying to work on maybe go in the city where i have that option of getting that opportunity yeah mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah yeah no i get yeah. it you gotta work like five times as hard in a city that's that has nothing as opposed to oh I'm just gonna go to a Chicago or New York or LA where it's easy to bump into anybody mm-hmm. that'll be able to put you in a situation where you're able to grow mm-hmm. yeah like in Dallas I you have to be at the right place at the right time mm-hmm. like here Chicago LA you can be walking down the street yeah. literally or on a train even at your day job you know what I'm saying but it's not the same and that's the biggest struggle for me. But I think, I mean, also, I mean, I get that like those cities are like hubs for entertainment, but I feel like, you know, playing devil's advocate, somebody would say, why, why can't you? Exactly, why can't you? Make it the city, why don't you, you know what I'm saying? Like create, Atlanta wasn't Atlanta before, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it took time for it to get there, but it's just, you know what? I think the problem for me is I have, I'll set like a big goal or a dream, mm-hmm. but I'll forget about the steps to get to it. Yes. I'm so stuck on the end result. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how to figure out my process in order to get me there. So I think, yeah, laying out a plan. I completely end yeah, yeah, I agree. Like that was definitely one of the biggest things that, um, just for me regularly, like regularly in life, in terms of like just regular goals, like, hey, like I want to, I don't know, paint. Like I would not put down, go find a canvas, go get paintbrushes, sketch. You need a sketchbook. Like this right. is like yep. you have this one big goal and it's overwhelming because you have no clue how to get to that goal. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, little baby steps and you have your baby wins. And yep. then, yeah, that's definitely the biggest thing, like having those steps. Yeah. Trust in the process mm-hmm. for sure. Yep. I would say, you know, do as the caveman did. um they made something out of nothing like you know they you know and then they documented that shit by painting it on the walls hey (laughs) they said okay so we made fire we got receipts (laughs) Uh, yeah they did have receipts they had their receipts they definitely did but you have to be really grounded in order to be in a place that doesn't have as many opportunities Mm -hmm. as somewhere else like you really have to know what it is that you want to do and trust yourself and trust the process like Mm because if you don't it's easy to get complacent it's easy to be like okay i just or you get overwhelmed because you just yeah it comes to the point where it's just like i just feel like this is too much because 
I've tried this, I've tried that, I've tried this, and nothing's sticking. So it's just like, well, are you just randomly going at different opportunities? Or is this an opportunity that makes sense to get you to X, Y, Z? I feel like a lot of it is getting out of your own head. Um, I feel like I would, if I was like in a rural town, I probably would have found a way to do some type of vocal, you know, yeah, thing You'd you be know, on radio or some shit. Yeah, I probably it probably would have been a lot much easier for me to get on radio because that was my first original goal. Mm-hmm. Um, but in New York, is they want you to basically, you know, scrub the mics at night mm-hmm. at three o'clock yeah. in the morning. Yeah, and like you can't get a job. It's like your first entry job for radio, you have to have a license, and that was sort of holding me back because I didn't get a license when I moved to New York. So it's like, what's the point? MTA is here, whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so little things like that is just like okay, like. I feel like if I was in a rural town, I would have found an easier route to get to where I originally wanted to go. I feel like because New York uh, is a city that's you know largely populated and there's so many people attacking the same goal that you have, um, I feel like the people at the right uh, positions are do oversee, like they do over, like they do gloss over people who actually do have potential because they're Definitely. getting, mm-hmm. they getting mounds of people approaching them, even on the day to day. Like I was in it's um, a who's who's game, right? And I'm, 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 I was in um, a chopped one day, and I was standing next to um, the actual CEO of Warby Parker. Oh wow! And I'm wearing my glasses, and I'm wearing Warby Parker. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at her, and she's like, where do you get your glasses from? I'm like, Warby Parker. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I love that store, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, Where's my she, lifetime discount code? Right, right. <laughs> and so I'm like, I didn't put two to two together. Then um, she gave me my gave me a card, and I'm like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> I looked her up. I'm like, she oh, She's funny, wow. though. Oh, that's my favorite store. Right. Like, girl, Bitch, give me a discount. Stop the plug. You are the plug, legit. You have those, like... You have those instances, and then, like, when I'm in a scenario like an event where I can be, you know, rubbing shoulders with the like-minded people or people that can get me in somewhere, I can't have that conversation. Like, I clam up. Like, I clam mm-hmm. up because I feel like this is not the time. And we had this conversation. Yeah, like, I'm like, we had this function. Like, it's not the time to talk to them about this shit. Or it is. It, or it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, know. I know. I'm one of those people who, like, I mean... If I were to go back now, I would call bullshit on this, but mm-hmm. I would give myself this excuse to not go to people like, oh, I'll see them again. I'll yes. talk to them later. But like, no, bitch, nope. you never know. Right. Granted, you really may see them again probably three hours later at a different event, but still. like Closed mouths don't get fit. Yeah, exactly. it's really like me sabotaging myself. Like, yeah. oh, I'll get to them. But no, I'm just being a pussy and not, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think... Um, yeah, just like fuck it. I mean, it's hard. Like I've talked myself out of shit all. Yeah, the time. I definitely use the the size of this city as an excuse to not approach people um, in certain instances. I'm just like, yeah, they probably talked to like 50 people in this room already about this shit. I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna and let them the enjoy thing. the rock. Everybody is thinking the same thing, so nobody goes up and talks to them. And that's the problem. And you could have been that one person that spoke to them that day, and they would have remembered mm-hmm. you, and you could have got mm-hmm. their contact. Blah blah blah. True. So, do you think that by being, because I remember you saying that you should have started radio back where you're from Mm -hmm. or in a smaller town, but do you think that being in a bigger city makes you work harder or it makes you appreciate the grind? It does. You're learning very unique 
trade skills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, we're not learning how to paint um, like windows and put up yeah. like when I don't know, just bit. I'm not gonna call it basic shit. Yeah, it's just stuff that needs to get done. Mm -hmm. But in like our field, we gotta be creative with like our elevator. I mean, our elevator approach. Yeah. When we walk up to people and be like, "Hey, I'm X Y Z, and I do this," and blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, even though we live in New York and we got twelve thousand people going for the same thing, that shit low key excites me because it will make me work. Yeah. It reminds mm -hmm. me, oh, you you're in a fast paced environment. Mm -hmm. So if you sit down you gonna miss it. Yeah. Right. So it's just like, yeah, I'll throw mad shit at the wall and see what sticks. But I can also see what people that I'm possibly competing with are also doing. So that's just like, oh, so this is what they did. This is what I need to do to get better and get over them. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I would agree. We, we learned some very unique trade skills yeah. in the creative yeah. field, you know, it's a barter <laughs> system. It's just, mm -hmm. it really is networking. Yeah. It really is networking. It forces you to be a people person. Oh yeah. my God. I'm definitely having like that elevator pitch down. Cause I mean, just thinking of something to say, like that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Or something that the person will take, a bit that they will take that they will remember you by. Cause like, I know I'm like, oh, I don't got nothing to say to that person. And it's just like, I don't want to go there and just be talking shit. Like, what's the point? Mm -hmm. Like, But you know, I, I want to start doing this more. Just going up and just saying something. Yeah. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Just to say you did it, because I would feel more upset with myself. Yes. If it was somebody like I absolutely knew could get me to that next. Oh my god, man. Yeah. Fuck. You gotta yeah. Psych yourself off. Sometime. You go, Yeah. You, <laughs> you gotta have I'm your clean. Like, Killing your lessons, man. Talk, like lesson. Listen. Just do it. I don't understand what the problem is, bitch. Yeah. Just say something. <laughs> They're all humans. Everybody right. fames. Go has to go to sleep. I the worst the they can say is no in W, but you still said something. Yeah. Right. Or you can talk to them and you get their email and they ignore you. Either way, you still got their contact. <laughs> exactly. You, <laughs> right. you ain't gotta wonder about what happened. We know Remember, what for a fact what happened. I said what's up. Yeah. And he was like, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> Very that's vividly. Fine. You know, that's fine. Yeah, I you made know. the effort. I made the effort. So mm -hmm. now I know next time if I bump it to XYZ yeah. I might not you know say hi I might just bump into him and be like oh excuse you sir you said, you know. you said get the fuck out my face last time <laughs> I'm assuming because they said get the fuck out they didn't get my name so <laughs> just wanted to let you know we, you didn't catch me you know <laughs> let's do this let's try this one right. more time <laughs> I fucking cannot no that I still kick my face remember the time we was at that party for Grammy yeah. uh, at NYC <laughs> and motherfucking Dr. Genius was there DJing and I was so scared I'm like Smith just it's go so he's scared. Right there, just there. go talk to Because there was so many things playing in my mind. I was like, he's DJing. He's at the DJ booth. He probably think I'm a bitch about to ask him to play another song. <laughs> like, it was so many things that was just like, it wasn't just like him at a party. It was like him working. I'm like, mm -hmm. damn, like, I don't want to be that annoying hoe. And then Ayana went up and got the information. But I was just too fucking scared. And I'm like, yo, Sam, you've been listening to this guy's music since 2009. Like, get a grip and it could have just been that like yo like i fuck with your shit you have a good day that. like you know what i mean like it didn't have to be like and anything. it's hilarious too because online i would mention him and mm -hmm. we would have little conversations online oh so you want them internet people yes i'm one of them internet motherfuckers mm. 
she be e thugging. E thugging, right? Fucking Twitter finger. I don't do that. I do not do that. You know they gave the trolls a minute. What recording on Instagram now? No more fifteen second clips. Oh god. The extended shade. But yeah, I mean, I I'm definitely not an internet troll, and that's a whole nother episode (laughs) with the treatment of people on Twitter and shit like that. But um. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I that's something that I need to learn and like get into because living in this big ass city, I can't hide anymore. Yeah. Like, I have to make my presence known. And you know, we're doing such a great job with this podcast. Like, it would be a shame, <laughs> shame if I couldn't talk about my baby now. Like, right, yeah. you know. So you know, we making it. We making strides. And the city. Back to your point, or your question, Gianna. This being in the larger city and seeing everyone pretty much grinded the fuck out is very inspirational to me like um just i remember the day like sitting on my couch just i literally was crying because i was like i really wanted to do a podcast and i did not have funds i did not know where to start i ain't had my laptop fucking broke so i'm like damn i can't even fucking buy a mic to record into this dumbass fucking windows xps <laughs> motherfucking hand-me-down computer my dad gave me i'm like fuck like what in the world and i put out a simple tweet and someone DM'd me and was like, I got a studio for you. Call me. Mm. Wow. And can you believe? So Twitter fingers be helping y'all. Look. So don't. <laughs> look, look. If you can't talk to somebody, definitely go on your rant on IG to the, True. you know, even if one person is on your live, say what you got to say because you never know. Yeah, you, you never <laughs> know. Never know. That's good that you said that because that, all of what you said, somebody, somebody would probably apply to themselves and whatever career that they want to do and they won't do it because of that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they just don't know where to start and when you don't have a starting point people are just like i'm i'm not gonna do it and you keep putting it all yeah you keep and, putting it off yeah i mean i would say coming from like dallas and the environment is basically business mm-hmm. uh the art scene is like small to not even there um just doing it just whatever step it is to just take it like my step granted it was a big one was move to chicago mm-hmm. you know and i it got me somewhere and it motivated me and even like the first month being there of course i'm like wow this is a big city i've never seen anything like this i'm downtown you know whatever but i started to go to certain events and see people and i'm like wow this is I need to like get it together. I need to mm-hmm. do what I need to do because going to a big city from a smaller place, it, it helps you realize that your dreams can come true, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't know, whatever step, just take it, whether it's a tweet or reaching out to whoever it is, just do it. I mean, yeah. because if you don't, then you'll be stuck with the what ifs years down the line if mm-hmm. you never do anything. Yeah. And nobody wants to do that. So the other side of relocating, you know, because we have a lot of people who make announcements. I'm moving to L.A., y'all, blah, blah, blah. And then you never, uh, you you know, you never hear about them moving back home. Because I remember one time I went to L.A. and I'm just like, okay, I want to see who's out here. I'm hitting up people that I know was living out there, crickets. And then come to find out they ass was back home. I'm like, (laughs) why you ain't put that announcement up on Twitter? Like, the fuck? I mean, people have their reasons, but... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
the name was you not needing to know. Like, <laughs> All right, y'all. I was in LA, but now I'm back home. Because right. yeah. people be posting you, but shit. But you know why they didn't post like, it. Yeah, well, they probably like felt two months ago. The questions you know? yeah. and the, oh, so you really ain't popping or whatever it is. People yeah, but I think that's that. whack. Like, that's so whack to me. Like, okay, like people relocate all the time for different reasons. You yeah. should not be relocating for a, a fucking, you know, fickle ass reason as mm-hmm. I want to be in a popping city. Like, you know, if it doesn't have anything to do with what your goals are, like, some people just be wanting to move somewhere just because it's a good look. But then yeah. that aesthetically, could, that could like snowball into something. Maybe like some people, I feel like, I mean, some people do have it figured out, but other people don't. And mm-hmm. in the society, it kind of tells you like, okay, well, you're supposed to have shit figured out. Yeah. And you're doing something wrong if you don't know what the fuck you're trying to do. But maybe them going to this popping city or whatever, they'll will be able to figure out what they mm-hmm. want to do. They can yeah. like run into something all of a sudden. Oh my God. I want to be a fucking art curator. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just never know. I'm not taking that away from people who decide to move to these large cities at all. But um, I do think a lot of people do run to cities like L.A. with this vision and, you know, this look in mind. And it's aesthetically pleasing. It looks good on a timeline to post your pictures on the beach while we suffering in in this rain (laughs) sleep. Hell. No bullshit right now. It looks good. Because I had this one person, I'm going to air his ass the fuck out because he know who the fuck I'm talking about. He in fucking Texas. Every time it fucking rain and snow and sleet, here he go. <laughs> With the sun on his skin. I always have to troll his ass like, <laughs> like get the fuck off my timeline with the bullshit. Right. Because <laughs> you're not originally from there, okay? But, you know. But I mean, okay, even with the whole L.A. vibe aesthetic thing, I think it's like a bigger, like a bigger picture. Some people don't realize mm-hmm. if your timeline, at, at, in the climate that we're in, if your timeline looks good enough, you can get paid off of that. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, fuck it, I'm moving there for some type of mm-hmm. bag, some opportunity that's gonna mm-hmm. come. If my timeline looks good enough, so and so is gonna want to fucking have me as an influencer. Here we mm-hmm. go, influencer. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's just. It's a weird time. Like, it is. It it's a very is. weird time, and I'm all for people exploring and not holding themselves back. Like, if I had the funds to, I'd probably be in, you know, the south of France or some shit like that. Like, I wouldn't be in the U.S. at all. Um, when I Absolutely. relocated, <laughs> Absolutely. When I relocated to New York, it was because, you know, I was born here. It wasn't really like a stretch for me to think, go back to New York after college. It was just sort of like, I had my dad out here, family, and that made the move easier for me. Um, And I think some people probably thought I did it just to be, you know, for aesthetic reasons. Because, you know, a lot of people, they just like the idea and the sound of New York Mm -hmm. or whatever. But I'm like, look, I was living with my dad. You know what I mean? Like, I was, you know, fucking, it took me like two months to get a job. Niggas was not eating. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I was scripting and, you know, scraping us and surviving and trying to like do my best to stay on top of my bills like it was hard you know and i documented that like i think most people knew that okay like this bitch working blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. you know she's you know doing her thing but it that that year before we started a podcast that was like when it hit me like you gotta do more than just waking up and going to work for somebody else like you had so much energy and you know you know fire behind you to pursue this dream and it's sort of you know you lost sight it sight of it yeah you know so i just say if you're going to relocate um 
even if it's, it has nothing to do with your growth, growth career-wise, I hope it is for the better, betterment of your, you know, mental sanity, like your spiritual growth, like, and you're doing it because you really want to do it, not because, you know, you feel like more people will like you or whatever. Yeah. I think, like, a lot of people just hang on to these false ideas of what life should be like mm -hmm. and they're not truly living for themselves and I, that's yeah. the struggle that you were talking about having this great pennies and all that stuff together i think that's probably the most important stage that's never documented mm -hmm. and then that's why so many people get out here in these bigger cities expecting these quick results because social media just shows, hey, I just moved out here and I'm and popping then, and I'm popping and yeah. three weeks later, you know, I got this bomb ass job. Mm -hmm. No, actually y'all didn't know the week before I didn't have an apartment. I was staying at some Airbnb or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. But because I'm not talking about it, no one's seeing that process. So they're just thinking like, hey, yeah. I'm gonna go out here and this is gonna happen, blah 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 blah. But even if you're just moving for all the wrong reasons, if you've never left the state that you grew up in, leave. I was having a conversation with my mom and my mom had me and my brother when she was young. She graduated high school at 16 and she got pregnant with my brother at 17 and then had me at 18. We're like 11 months apart. Long story short, she was like, yeah, you know, I had plans to go to college and move to Florida but i couldn't do that because i had youtube so i sacrificed all of this to get you guys to leave ohio and my mom was like even if you know it doesn't matter what you do she was like i just want you to go out and experience something outside of this and i think that's so important especially just from getting experience because there's so much and there's i've grown as a person even stronger living in new york because you know, different experience here makes you uh, toughen the fuck up. Mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> adult problems in. It's just like, oh man, like I really gotta like grind and get on my shit. So when she said that, I was like, oh, that really hit home. Cause I was like, I would hate to be 40 or 50, have my family or whatever. And I love my kids, blah, 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 blah. But then to have not accomplished something personal yeah. for myself to just. It was. It would be that annoying. Oh, I wonder what my life would be like yeah. if I did go to New York. Or blah blah blah. Like if I didn't move here, I wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation with you ladies. I wouldn't have. Whatever. Point is, leave, bitch. <laughs> get out the way. Get out your own way. Just leave. Even if you get sent home, like it's like, yeah, I lived in London for three weeks. Did you? She did it. Yeah. Right. You know. I was out there on the streets, you know, <laughs> you know, networking and stuff. But again, life experience. Yeah. So I was 20 pounds and shit. Okay. okay. <laughs> you know, got that free diet, no lipo. <laughs> you know, um, speaking, piggybacking off what Jodeci said, um, that's one of the main reasons. Okay, so... Being from where I'm from, you don't really leave mm -hmm. unless you really have to, which you really don't because yeah. you have everything. So my mom, she had me at 21, didn't go to school, caring for my great-grandmother. And then my great my grandma didn't leave, was there. My great-grandma, same thing. So it was like a cycle. Yeah. So I felt that that was motivation. Okay, Gianna, look, your mom is trying to keep you here. She says she wants you to go, but she really don't. <laughs> you got to go. Like, yeah. 
beyond whatever she say you have to go mm -hmm. so that was like my main thing on okay i gotta get out of dallas mm -hmm. because if i don't then i'll be 40 50 years old three maybe seven kids hopefully not <laughs> and i'm like y'all are great <laughs> i did this for you but right you know. i'm sitting here resenting everything because yeah. I didn't do what I wanted to do mm -hmm. and I just don't want to be in that space at all yeah feeling right. like unfulfilled and... yeah because then I, I feel like you'll feel empty because I, I I think sometimes my mind is kind of like man I should have should have could have would and I don't want that because mm -hmm. it's empty yeah eat at so. you too for yeah oh it would yeah yeah it would definitely yeah just yeah, I know. So even like the small things, like, um, well, I haven't done any big moves in my life. <laughs> bitch, bitch, you live you in fucking New York. Africa. Get out of here. No. The world this traveling bitch was in Africa for like a whole month. We didn't even what? talk to her. Stop. It was not Let a me month. tell you I how this. She buys flight one way. one way tickets one way tickets to jamaica she don't get return flights because she don't know what she decides that she want to come back okay so every <laughs> time this bitch take a trip we like damn we might not have no podcast like <laughs> <laughs> damn this bitch didn't even offer to pack me in her bag right she's gonna just send voice notes to put okay. her part in the podcast like, can't even facetime it but i think we won't get no responses right. no text let me see some culture like, this bitch off the grid right no but i think that's probably the reason why i do like to travel also because like i'm still at home base so to me it's kind of like oh i get to like explore and like because if it was up to me if i had the funds i would literally go live somewhere different every six months mm -hmm. literally be in a different place every six but months. but imagine how many people that are in your situation that aren't traveling and taking advantage of that right know? so it's just like oh i haven't left but you're doing something yeah. you're making the best out of where you are which is an amazing location Absolutely. Yeah. like when i tried to move down here well i did move down here i'm sorry <laughs> it it was almost like 12 grand that i had to spend just to get and secure an apartment mm -hmm. so imagine like how blessed you are to already be here yeah. and then still with family that you have surrounded for support it's just like yeah. you know yeah. You gotta look at your wins. Yeah, when I think about that, I literally moved for zero dollars. <laughs> like my dad picked me up in this little old Jeep. I packed all my little shit in three little bins. <laughs> and I just drove two hours. Yeah. Oh, I spent zero dollars. And you sitting out here talking about something to it? What? Yes. <laughs> I, what? When I got down here, because moving into new york let me tell you i can get approved for like a car and a whole mortgage on a house in ohio <laughs> right before i get approved for an apartment in new york yeah they require you to make 80 times your rent just mm. to get approved 80, 80 times the rent eight zero eight zero okay. gianna over here like okay like, i guess um, chicago, chicago. <laughs> She's now going to Disney. Uh, yeah, it's between 40 to 80%. She's like, maybe I should go to Cincinnati. Okay. okay. <laughs> but they, it's hard. And that, that was one of the main reasons why I didn't, when I graduated college, I went, the first year I went home to save to move to New York. Mm. And I'm not gonna lie to you, when I got home, I kind of got lazy because again, I was in an environment that inspired me to create. So mm -hmm. I didn't really see the point to really go out of my way to put myself in that mood because I was just stuck in night. I'm in Ohio. Like yeah. I'm never gonna get out of here. Like I don't even know the step to take to get to where I wanted to go because I'm like, yeah, I do want to move to New York, 
But when I realized how much money and how hard it was to even get approved for something down there, I was just like, this is not going to happen. Yeah. This is not going to happen. And I, it sucks, but I think that's one of the main hurdles what stops people from like mm-hmm. exploring whatever interest that they may have, whether it may be moving somewhere or pursuing a career. Stupid shit like that stops somebody. Yeah, the intimidation for yeah. sure. Yeah. Because, I mean, just even thinking about, okay, where do I want to go after I leave Dallas? I mean, granted, I can literally do whatever I want, make good money. I could buy a house. I already have a car. Decent. You know, cool. But living in Chicago, I think it's three or five times the rent. Um, not <laughs> <laughs> So, it's just thinking about cost. Like, moving to Chicago, I did... I was originally going to go after I graduated in 2011, but I got intimidated. New city. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I'm by myself. I don't know anything. I'm a kid. So I didn't. Waited a couple years, went to a different school. And then when I did go, I did work, saved up my coin, you know, because parents was like, well, if you're going to go, you need to be serious. So I did what I had to do. Went out there. I don't even know how much I spent, but I know it was a lot. Rental car, uh, school fees coats, jackets, you know, stuff that I didn't have to buy before, and then I just, I did it, but thinking about there to here, like, moving to New York, thinking about it, is intimidating. Mm -hmm. Big city, 50 times more people. I mean, the population is like 80 million or something like that? 8 million. Oh, 8 million. Okay. Yeah, not 80. I Damn. thought it was 80. Yeah, I'm Bro, I'm am, I my, <laughs> like, am I breathing my own air? fucking people. I no, just, not 80 million. If it was 80, 80 million, million right? I'm breathing the other person's booger. Like, right. I'm not even breathing fresh air. Like, I can really look this up. But yeah, I think it's 8 million. Seeing that 8 million and just knowing how New York is built up. Mm-hmm. You know, in Dallas, we're built out. So everything is spaced out. You have a lot of space. Here, you don't have space. I'm in Jodeci's apartment. And I'm like, oh, I, could, I feel kind of like claustrophobic. I'm used to having space. You know, granted, it's spacey, but it's not spacey mm-hmm. like what I'm used to. So the number and the how big it is can intimidate you for sure. Yeah. Because it's 8. so 5. expensive. 8.5 million. That's too many. Yeah. <laughs> and it's about to be 8.5 in one, whatever, however that number goes. <laughs> <laughs> Your ass comes to that. That's a lot. But, yeah. Intimidation is, is really crippling, for sure. Yeah. So. But you're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it, it's no point to not go for it. And again, like you said, just planning ahead. You've done it before. Yeah. Um, so you have an idea of what it's like to relocate. And so it's yeah. not as daunting as it would be if it was your first time. So, yeah. Um, and you you know folks here, which is another right. upside. Like if right. it's different from moving somewhere, you know no one. And you kind of have to like start from scratch, you know, Absolutely. with that, with building contacts. You have shitload of people out here and you have a community out here who's already welcoming you with open arms and uh, you know girl if you need to stay at my apartment you can <laughs> Shit. Yeah, take that offer for real oh and as a tip too whatever city you're thinking about moving to if you know somebody there use it use it mm-hmm. definitely go apartment hunting while staying there for the weekend, just coordinate with such friend or foe, mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> or foe. You know, you know, haters can help too. They yeah. can. <laughs> That's true. You know, they might think that you know your opportunity may give them one. True. Yeah. True shit. 
Well, Ayana, this is the part of the show <laughs> where Ayana gives us her dope ish at a week. Dope shit. Dope shit. Here's some dope shit of the week. So, my dope shit of the week this week is <laughs> Cardi B okay. winning best rap album Ew. of the year. Yes. Took home the Grammy for her debut studio album, Invasion of Privacy. Um, I am a card-holding member of Barty Gang. Yes. So this is major. Yes. Um, she beat out Pusha T, Daytona, Nipsey right. Hussle, Victory Lap, Travis Miller, Scott. Swimming, and yeah, Travis Scott Asheville, which all are like really good. Like honestly, that's a good category. Exactly, that's an amazing category. I think they got it like really right this time. And I actually liked all the albums. So it's like a kind of hard like decision to make. But um, yeah, her shit was like, like really fucking good. And she's making history, you know, how she do. Cardi, she always making history. You yeah, always. No, um, oh my God. She is <laughs> the first female solo artist to win Best Rap Album. So, wow, you know, not even Nicki. Yeah. Uh, Mickey, we already know Mickey Minaj. We already know <laughs> how mad right now that went. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm here for the gold. You know, girl power. All her all her songs been like gold and platinum. True. Yeah. Um, she did it while she was pregnant. Yes, that's and that's the big thing. Like her acceptance speech, I loved it because like I know even me, I had like a moment of like, oh my gosh, she's pregnant. Like I. And it's, it sucks that I even subscribe to that for even like a quick second. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, she's a fucking woman. Women are fucking superheroes. Okay. We can do everything. Be pregnant. What's, what's the Beyonce line? Um, Strong enough to bear the children and then get, get back, back to, to business. business. No, seriously. So I think that's for like, she's like a living example of like, yo, I, I can be pregnant. I can do this. I can fucking talk shit, holes never get okay. cold, and still wear fucking couture from 1995. You know what okay. I'm saying? Right. So it's just like... She did that. I, yes, I she did that. Yeah, shout out to her and yes. everybody who helped with Coming that album. Coming from the club. Yes, though, like, really. I mean, granted, there were other strippers turned artists, Eve. but... She, but who I mean, best rap album? I know, I know. Trina, 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 Trina hasn't Trina. won that collaboration. But we still love her. She's Please. very much a big part of the culture. But Cardi B, like, she just had, like, a really amazing, like, run so far. Mm-hmm. And not that I didn't anticipate it because I've been, like, rocking with her for a minute. But I just didn't anticipate it, like, this quickly. Yeah. So, yeah. I think, ooh, actually, I'll talk about this a little later. But I think. Her being very relatable, I think, yep. really mm-hmm. helps in yeah. her favor. Relatable. I mean, but that's the funny thing, though. Like, she's relatable to a specific subset of people. Mm-hmm. She's not really relatable to a lot of other people. Like, yep. I don't find her relatable to the 40-year-old white woman who, mm-hmm. like, buys all her groceries at, like, Whole Foods. You know what I'm saying? But like, those no, are the, no, that they, woman still fucks with Cardi right. B. Those are the women who see her and they're like, I love her energy. Yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, they're she's the, so raw and real. Yeah. And, and it's a, it's probably a thing where she can do things that they can't. You know right. what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it's like they're, when you like, see, living through her. When you see the Pepsi commercial that she's in, like, yeah. you see the older mm-hmm. one, she's like, oh, crap. Like, oh, like oh, she's oh, like, oh, oh. Like, you know, but she's still fascinated because she's like, yeah. I want to do that. Like, yeah. you know, they still, I, I feel like, you know, 
even if you can't directly relate to her, mm-hmm. you still like like the latch on to yeah. her energy, and it's just like you want to see her win because it's like mm-hmm. look, like look, she's, she's making it. Yeah, but yeah. that's like everybody's story. Mm-hmm. It's like the underdog. Mm-hmm. That's why I think it is relatable. Not yeah. necessarily saying like. Mary Ann, a white lady from Sears. You know. <laughs> Sears. <laughs> I'm dead. You know, who's to say that, you know, she didn't have a Nene Leak stripper pass? We don't know that. Right. Right. You're, right. You're, right. You're right. We don't we know. Don't. We, don't. Right. we don't. We don't. We don't. But yeah, yeah. shout out to my girl, Balcalise. Balcalise. <laughs> shout out to um, her. Yeah, no, that was, that was really tough, though, because those albums in that category, like, yeah. yeah. Like, wow. But then again, I mean, I remember us having a conversation last year about not being, you know, not, not being validated by the Grammys and the whole like conversation with J. Cole is uh-huh. coming up. And it's it's both sides. Like, right. of course you want to be recognized for your work. Here she comes with the album of the year. If any, if there's no fucking documentation, yep. they know that in 2018, Casey Muscraft was the shit. Okay, yeah. I ain't gonna front. I started listening to the album. It's actually really good. She's but, actually good. Yeah, she's actually good. But it was just, it better. No, it wasn't. Okay. Was it better? I That's why she was shook. The whole thing yet. That's why she herself was shook. But when I, she first won. of all, I didn't even. I fucking hated that category. That category made no sense to me. I listen. <laughs> I just did not like that category at all. So whoever won won. But uh, honestly, the kids are all right. Better album. Yeah. In my opinion. Yo, that's some fucking politics for you. I wonder how they even it's every come year to the decision for album of the year because every year I heard it's like yeah, the politics thing, like you really gotta go to events and like talk to people. Because yeah. like it's fucking well how the the recording academy works is like there are voting members. Mm-hmm. I need to go back and get my membership. My membership yeah. Yeah. I can I could have been one but I fucked up. But whatever. You gotta pay your dues, y'all. Yep. Pay Point your is dues. <laughs> yeah, so like if the Recording Academy is full of fucking uh, classical composers, they don't know shit about Chloe and Halle and like True. barely Cardi B, you know what I'm saying? So I, they have to go to like the events and like kind of like, hey. I'm going to just uh, be an advocate for Chloe and Halle because they literally were shaking a butt since the Super, even before the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and them performing there. They were doing their thing and they dropped basically a visual album for their album on YouTube every single day of Christmas or leading up to Christmas. I didn't even see that. They dropped a virtual video for each of their songs and mm-hmm. I'm telling you like if you've never heard that album, yes. But how did I miss that shit? Cause I, every like, single I love them. out to Parkwood Entertainment. Yeah, okay. they did. Beyonce. They did like <laughs> a 12 days of Christmas. Up. They did well, like a, twel- a 12 days of Christmas <laughs> with their album the and they dropped like new mute like new visuals. Reco- visuals for each song on the album i completely missed it's that on shit. youtube girl you can go back and watch it wow. i know yeah. but i'm just like really shocked they ever since christmas they were camp ever since it was announced they've been campaigning and they did a whole slew of events during the grammy weekend even before that yeah. like they were out there and doing their thing and i was so surprised that they didn't win but they again always that album of the year category is always a doozy a toss up, yeah and then like, also too it's just sort of like when you have other categories there is some politics there where you know i guess they're like we're not gonna give you the real shit but we're gonna give you this urban contemporary yeah uh, category i saw they, that tweet <laughs> they, they love i swear aretha franklin and beyonce are the main ones y'all 
these women are highly reward, always awarded by yeah. the Grammys. Mm -hmm. But you're but giving them the these petty ass categories that y'all made up. R&B song. Why are they always urban? Why yeah. can't? Mm -hmm. Why are they not contenders for album of the year, for song of the year, for record of the year? Yeah. I don't. I don't know why they don't. They only do it with white artists, I guess. But they don't. <laughs> never take in account. Well, we know why. The <laughs> okay. They, they hello. I don't. It's where I mean they're starting. I mean the Grammys were very fucking urban this year. Let's be real. Yeah. Like last, you know, the year before they, you know, they were like, all right, we know this, y'all, y'all, y'all try to boycott us in 2016. We're gonna like but try, <laughs> but they really was like real fucking urban. Yeah, like, but yeah. we're but we're still not winning yeah. major categories. But You're but just we'll showing urban categories on TV. But then that's the other thing where it's like, well, the recognition should be enough. The nod should be enough. So it's that's not, why it's kind of like, it, do you care that it's the Grammys? You could be on your Drake shit. You don't need this, but thank you. Or <laughs> or you could be like J. Cole, like your album sales, your touring, your merch, that should yeah. be enough. So it's kind of like you want the recognition, but then you clearly know you're lit, Travis Scott. You're selling out everything. You know what you're I mean? Right. Like, yes, it's you want the recognition. Weird. But yeah, so it's like a. It's very weird, like it's and then like cherry on top. it's like a slap yeah. in the face though, because it's it's just like I'm not gonna come to your event because I'm the hottest thing popping. I've been con prime example, Beyonce, consistent, mm -hmm. and she's had bigger years sales wise too. She outsold Adele's last album, mm -hmm. and she still Adele still won album of the year. The, the year before they were talking about, well, part of the thing that helps a person win album of the year is how much did it sell? It's not a main a main factor, but it's a huge mm -hmm. factor in deciding, well, who's gonna get album of the year? Mm -hmm. Why, when it comes to black artists, it doesn't matter what the impact was. It doesn't matter how much they sold, even if it was blowing everyone out the category. Yeah. It's just a simple fact that I'm not gonna give it to you. Right, that's what <laughs> I feel. That's what I feel like at the end of the day. Like. Uh, it, you wouldn't have somebody that you didn't feel deserve it performing and doing the most at your shit. Yeah. You know, you will have them in the background and not even put the camera on them. Mm -hmm. You know, like, so why even give them the false hope that they even have a fucking chance if you know you're just going to give it to Raggedy Ann, Musgraves, mm -hmm. because I'm not going to call her Raggedy Ann. <laughs> I mean, I don't But you know what I mean? <laughs> but but I, know, I get what you're saying, but I think To it's somebody that nobody knows, like, she is notable. Like, I've definitely heard her name and definitely I've seen her. I've never heard of no, Shorty. I've definitely her seen her. I was like, who the fuck I is that? I've definitely seen her out and about, and I've heard a couple of songs. They're kind of cute, but they're, they didn't have the impact. But that's also the thing. I don't listen to country music so i would never have okay. came across her shit you know what i mean like but yeah she won album of the year yes yeah. and that's crazy it's country music uh, so it sells more than anything no 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 actually oh. hip-hop even in cd sales, <laughs> wow. yes, sales has surpassed rock and roll which was actually selling more than country music Whoa. so not only is hip-hop and urban music pushing the culture forward you're using us mm -hmm. to keep the Grammys on every single yeah, year. You're views. showing these urban categories, but you're not giving us the ones that actually matter. Yeah. You can't tell me I had the best pop album, the best R&B album, but I didn't have album of the year. Suck my dick. Right. Yeah. That's they, true. They want to appear inclusive. Yeah. yeah. Like, Here. no, you're using me to get your ratings and to mm -hmm. get these people filled and these streams and stuff. Yep. But you're awarding these artists that no one's heard of, right? yeah. mm -hmm. ever.
It's I'm very weird, ever, but like I'm because I'm not their audience. That's but, what I'm saying. But also like the people who are voting, they probably know them. They probably fucking Casey Musgrave. That was their fucking favorite album of the year. Girl, you know what I mean? What major yeah. the reaction? It? I, it all goes down to the reaction of the person who wins. And it was the same thing with Beck, and it was the same thing with, they couldn't with Casey. <laughs> they both Did sat see there. Space? Bless his heart. Yo, <laughs> when I tell you though, like, girl, like Casey's face <laughs> the whole time was what? Yeah, she didn't get up because yeah. she was just like. Like, what the fuck? Like, but I appreciate that reaction more than Taylor Swift's. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't know, bitch. You knew. You knew. <laughs> you knew. You know how much they wow, paid for I that award. about Taylor Swift. Okay. Yeah. Oh, shit. Damn, that bitch. Best album of all time. Okay. Yes. Okay. Sure about. Also, honorable mention to my boy, J-Rock. Yes. My yes. nigga is eating right now. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I loved Redemption. Redemption was one of my favorite yes. albums oh of 2018. So, good. so I'm excited that he finally got like a nod. Like mm-hmm. TDE never fail. Like I'm sorry, TDE they go hard even if it takes a second. Like you know, Absol he's still in the background. I still think about that video with Schoolboy Q talking laughing at him because yeah. he was only making a thousand dollars at the shows. But like that was a good prime example of just like keep at it, keep grinding. When it's your time to be up. You gonna be it's up, right, yep. like he been working so fucking hard, and that album, Whoa. that rollout, all of those videos that popped Perfection. out were beautiful. Right. Like well done, and I like how the rest of TDE let him have his moment. Yeah. Like it wasn't just them as a team attacking. It's a scissor. Here you go, blah, 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 yeah. like, all this shit going on. You can't focus. They was like, all right, we gonna focus on J Rock, and everybody let that let that be, mm-hmm. and it they got what they needed. And then also the Black Panther album. Oh my god, um, that soundtrack was beautiful. Again, I hated that category, but I would have rather that album won. Yeah, I don't. I, I feel like that album was really good. It had, um, it it went through all the genres. I think it was well, country music. I think it was I think a really enough of it. Yeah. All around, <laughs> they stole it. <laughs> well, I'm ha- kind of happy that country music is kind of going back Blue to its soul. to its roots mm-hmm. because without um, Beyonce, no, without oh. what's her name? <laughs> what's the girl that was uh, Carrie Underwood? She can't really sing anymore because she had vocal issues due oh. to an accident. Really? Yeah, that's why she hasn't put any music out. Mm-hmm. She can't oh. sing. I didn't know that. Yeah, that she good. had some. Um, I think she was pregnant or just gave birth for one. She of had uh, something surgery that she had to get her nose fixed and um, ever Deviated since that. Septum. Yeah, ever since that, she hasn't been able to sing. Like, oh, wow. Her sound is completely off. It's very devastating. I need to go back and actually read that story, but very sad. Like, yeah. yeah. Good thing she got her coin when she Yeah. yeah. But like, I would say, like, Carrie, like, <laughs> between Carrie and, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, what's the other one? Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. Like, they kind of had some, like, urban pop sounding country mm-hmm. songs that sort of was the it thing to do at the moment. And mm-hmm. when they was winning, I wasn't mad. Like, I'm like, yeah. okay, I fuck with this shit, like, yeah. you know. But now it's sort of dry, and it's like, okay. I keep wanting to call her Krusty because Something. her, uh, <laughs> no, because her husband, her husband Damn. name is Rustin. Like, she kept saying her husband's name, and, um, the, and, and I keep thinking Rusty. So Rusty. I keep wanting to call her Krusty Musgraves, but. <laughs> you <laughs> shit. Oh, my God. You're really uh, <laughs> Casey. Oh, Whatever. Man. She won, though. But, yeah, they need to do something about that because you can't be so afraid to give you know these black artists their just due when your fucking grammy museum just had a whole social death exhibit mm-hmm. a whole fucking floor dedicated to social death i like, mean i think they're like i think they're still in the 
they're still in, not baby stages, but they're still figuring out what it looks like. Right. Like I think maybe because the powers that be, the gatekeepers, whoever, they, you know, they're like, oh well, they have the urban contemporary category. Like they should be happy with that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's kind of like trying to change the way people are thinking. These people are also old and probably been going to the Grammys before we were born. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like still trying to shift the whole culture is the same as like with this fucking country you live in. So it's just like, yes, we can be recognized and all this stuff, but it's still like a systemic societal thing mm -hmm. that we still have to like right. get over and have to fix and change. And uh, you know, the Grammys is at the end all be all. If you are a musician or something like that, that want to work in that field, that shouldn't be your final destination yeah, I would yeah, say per se focus. I mean oh, for sure, there's so not. many other mm -hmm. awards and accolades that you can get we got the Soul Train Awards mm -hmm. we got yeah. the NAACP Awards people got, who do celebrate us you yeah. know we yeah. have we have platforms that you the know, BET Awards BET yep. Awards it's as quiet as it's kept y'all <laughs> 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 you know we have those things that actually root for us yeah. and you know Ooh, like the BET Hip Hop Oh wait, yeah, yeah, the hip hop awards. Yeah. They be fighting so. in a parking lot, but still. <laughs> it's not quite the source awards. But uh, was the war show really lit if some shit didn't go down though? You know, you know yeah. what's a little drama. Okay. <laughs> no, but yeah. Back, I just back think... to Cardi though. Shout out to her and yes. the, uh, that award and also the Harper's Bazaar cover. Yeah. Um, and bitch. everyone who motherfucker said her bag was stopped after that evening because yes, it like, just continued to flourish. Did you no it's I mean, yeah. She's getting more money. So. And they played a little joke on it. Anyway, you saw with them with the shoe. Yes. Come on, the like red they, dress. They, they knew what they were doing. <laughs> I mean, granted, it can also be seen as a little culture vulture-ish. Right. You know, like, oh, let me capitalize off this moment. But it's still a good look for her. Mm -hmm. It could be looked at both ways, but I think it's still a good look for her. Okay. One she, more, she looked bomb. One more thing about Cardi. Um, She's great. Uh, uh oh, I hear a butt coming. No, there's no butt. Okay. There's there's only commas and ands. Okay. Good, good, good. Uh, <laughs> she's great, and I think that. Okay, my dad is a 50 year old Jamaican man that lived in London and Bob. lives in the yeah, and now lives in the U.S. <laughs> We're in the car. My girl Cardi, you know, he loves her, uh -huh. and I'm just like. Do you love her because she's a stripper <laughs> or do you love her because her music? But yeah. I genuinely think he likes her music because he knows all the words. And I'm mm. like, you're a 50 year old man. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. That's what's up. That's it's what's it's up. great. It's you know, yeah. she's really everywhere, literally mm -hmm. everywhere. It's so great. Man. Good to see, man. Major. Major. Shout out to you, sis. <laughs> oh, and this yeah. is a part of the show. Or Jodeci. Jodeci. Let us know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a dope DIY tip of the week. I want to show you DIY. DIY. Ooh. You need some knowledge DIY. DIY. Ooh. I want to show you DIY. DIY. Ooh. You need some knowledge DIY. DIY. Ooh. Okay. That's cute. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Did you get that? Hello, everybody. Hi, Jodeci. Hi. So, you know, <laughs> I'll keep this brief. Um, I want to talk about today building an audience. Okay. Fan base, whatever product, if you're a musician, well, you sell product anyways. Okay. Pharmaceutical product, whatever. Uh, again, everyone's business, you gotta have a fan base. <laughs> Clientele. Yes. You know? Uh, some things that I just want to put on your brain that you should be thinking about is what does the journey look like 
for creating a new fan or a potential fan of your music or a new customer of your product. Something I just want everyone to think about is what does that discovery look like? And it's just like, do I go in someone's mentions and be like, hey, listen to my song, listen to my song. You know, it's annoying as people who get you mentioned. Yeah. You know, it's like almost staying on the street with a flyer. Get out. Yeah. I'm going to mark you as spam. Yeah. <laughs> Period. So one thing I just want people to think about is getting, and we actually had an episode on this previously, maybe about a week or so ago. Content. Mm-hmm. Content helps. Yes. Having, just have good quality content that makes sense and that's easy to discover if you have twitter tumblr ig like utilize all of these different platforms and also too you know i hate to say it but maybe consider too making whatever product you're offering ready to be a song or like <clears throat> maybe you're making candles by the way candles it's a huge industry you know, it is make, you, yeah i love you candles you can make some bank having a uh, business selling candles, believe it or not. If you know your market and you know who those people are or what they like, like if you sound like Beyonce, then put that in the description Mm -hmm. of some of the songs that you have. Mm -hmm. Keywords, they matter. If I'm on YouTube and I'm searching for a Beyonce video, you might pop up because you had in your mentions or in the description, hey, my song sounds like Beyonce. Mm -hmm. That's easy. That makes it more easier for me to discover you because I'm more likely to actually hit that because it's something that I may like. It's something very similar. Mm -hmm. That's ways that you can kind of build and navigate your content and all that other shit. Um, what are some other things? Hmm. No, I will go back to just consider making whatever you're selling free. Now, I... <clears throat> I know nobody likes the free word, but... Sell, give, give a, give selling a, give, and give, free? No, give a free sample. There we go. Okay. We got to create free samples. Okay. You know, when you go into food court, mm-hmm. you don't know what you want. You may get Chick-fil-A. It's Saturday, not Sunday. So you got options. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not sure because I eat Chick-fil-A all the time. This is what I'm thinking in my head. And then someone comes up to you, free sample. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I'm about to swallow with You know, free sample. I'm not about to say no. It's bourbon chicken. chicken. You know, bourbon chicken, orange chicken. You got some options on there. You don't never give up on no bourbon chicken. No, you don't. (laughs) No, you don't. No, you don't. (laughs) And now that, now that I had the bourbon chicken, I'm low-key thinking about bourbon chicken now. Yeah. Know why? Because, oh, fuck, he just came up to me and it was free. Mm-hmm. So now I got to walk over there. I'm walking over there. I'm at the Chinese spot. I got my chicken. Now I need rice. I need a ginger ale. I'm yeah. just buying all of these additional items. That's yeah. a quintessential based off of meal. <laughs> the ginger ale is what sets okay. it off top. Exactly. <laughs> you gotta have the ginger ale <laughs> with the with the with the broccoli. You know, yes. mixed vegetables, girl. Yep. Come on, brown rice or white rice? White. See, brown but, is better for you. You're it's getting for you. I got options though. No, but the the bourbon chicken sauce is brown. So put that on the white right. rice. There we go. There See? we go. Pairings. The, the white rice is still bleached. I just want y'all to live long with me. That's all. Oh okay, God. so it's bourbon chicken. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you just want to. I say all that to say, you don't necessarily. If I'll use a, a musician as an example, because 
I'm more geared towards music. Mm-hmm. You can figure this shit out for your other industry, or you can get on Google. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> if I'm an artist and I want someone to hear my music, but you've never heard of me, mm-hmm. I mean, literally, I got like zero Twitter followers. Mm-hmm. I'm actually following like a thousand people. I look like a spam account. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I charging you a dollar to listen to my music? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know you. I've never heard of you. It's like a stranger randomly bumping up to me and, hey. Let's go out on a date. I don't know you. I don't know you. Stop guy. talking to me. Like, yeah. no. Get out of my face. Out of my face. Out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. But it's just something to consider. Think about giving something small for free away. Just a sampler. Because if I like what I hear, I like whatever I taste or smell, I'm going to go back mm-hmm. for more. Mm-hmm. The guy in the food court who's offering me this bourbon chicken. I might get two or three pieces for other people, but it's really for me for three sample. Um, <laughs> but I walked over there and I bought all of these sides. He gave me just a little toothpick with one little piece of chicken. Mm-hmm. That small little batch probably cost him, what, $2? Yeah. Now imagine the amount of money he's making. Cause now I'm like, hey, Gianna, you're like, where are you gonna eat? I decide I'm gonna do this Chinese spot. Have mm-hmm. you figured out what you want? I don't know yet. Well, come over here. Yeah. That's another person who's grabbing something. What if you're in a group? Again, like-minded people move the same. It's just mm-hmm. like, oh, well, my friend's getting where everyone's getting this. Maybe I should Might get it well. too. Yeah. Might as well. This Power is where everyone's eating. Yeah. Power of influence. And again, the biggest way for discovery is recommendations from friends. Absolutely. I'm gonna take a recommendation more seriously from YouTube than somebody who's writing like a blog post or you randomly in my mention saying, hey, listen to this music. It can be the most fire song in the world, but if it's not someone that I trust telling me that I know for sure, then I'm not gonna waste my time. Yeah. Speaking on that from my perspective, um, so when I started producing, uh, it was in the era of SoundCloud. Like everybody was on SoundCloud, everything was popping on SoundCloud. Yeah. So every you had to, oh, here's a new song, here's a new song. You're not charging, it's free. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. just listens. You know, people come out with millions of listens in a month. You know what I'm saying? And through that, that created that power of influence to where, okay, if you drop an album, I'm gonna buy it. Okay, if you have a show, I'm gonna come. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's really about content yeah you know and gary v i don't know if you guys listen to him mm-hmm. but he's all about content 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 i don't care what it is make sure it fits but you have to put out that content because you can't be a content creator or whatever you want to call it and have all this content and just hold it near and dear to your heart yeah who's gonna see it who's gonna hear it how am i gonna mm-hmm. discover you right yeah if it's sitting in your on your hard drive collecting dust like it's it's not gonna do yeah anything, so. and you spent all that time mm-hmm. all exactly. that energy into something and the world does not see it yep. yeah i think another thing to consider too is people instead of worrying about making money first let's start on building an audience because that audience is gonna give you that big bank that you want. Yeah. If I'm sitting here, I'm charging you a dollar for my song, girl, you ain't clicking on it. You ain't heard from me. You don't trust me. I, ha- I still have the egg picture yeah. as my default. <laughs> like I look mad sus, like I don't have anything to offer. Why am I charging a dollar? Yeah. Now, let's say it's free. By the off chance you accidentally click on the link, whatever, mm-hmm. you hear the song. I didn't charge you for it but you liked what you heard. Yeah. So then now I just created the spark in you to possibly be curious about pursuing entering in this relationship with me. Cause that's what 
your audience that's where your customer base fan base whatever that's what it's about it's about a relationship you're going into a marriage with this person mm -hmm. this is courting now yeah. you know you, you got to be out there put yourself out there you're gonna get a mad nose you're gonna get mad rejections but it only takes jayana to oh i like the song Sam, I heard Jodeci put out this EP. Who the fuck is Jodeci, the group? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the group. But Sam's going to listen to it because she trusts Gianna. Mm -hmm. And now Sam likes it. So now she's going to tell Yans. And then you're going to tell blah, 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 blah. It seems small, but that's going to spread. Yeah. I could tell, you can tell a friend who ends up having like a million followers on their Twitter and it was that one person yeah. who created that opportunity to get you to more. Mm -hmm. Now, if I was charging for this song that I was trying to sell, I probably wouldn't have got that opportunity because you may have not clicked on it. Yeah. I'm like, what? I gotta yeah. pay to go listen to the song? Somebody. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but imagine the amount of people you can if you offer something small. Mm -hmm. That's it. You know, a 99 cents download. Don't do it. Yeah. Let's stream it for free. And then that may turn into I want to buy a concert ticket. Mm -hmm. Now I'm at the concert, I may want to get a t-shirt. Mm -hmm. Maybe I want to get a keychain. Maybe I want to get a bandana. Mm -hmm. I actually bought all these albums at the Wanna Run. <laughs> Beyonce did that. But that's the point though. I bought her album. Yeah. I bought the deluxe version. Yep. And then I got it on vinyl. Mm -hmm. okay. And then I bought a t-shirt to mm -hmm. go with the tour. And then I bought a tour book. Mm -hmm. yep. I spent way too much money. <laughs> but you supported her. But that I supported her because mm -hmm. now we're in this relationship. Mm -hmm. I now, if I'm walking around wearing a Beyonce t-shirt, that's a representation of me. Mm -hmm. That shows you, hey, she likes Dedication. Beyonce. That's a little bit... That's telling a little bit about your personality that you may want to walk up to me because you like Beyonce. Yeah. I created that opportunity. I can bond over there. Maybe you don't like Beyonce and you're asking me, why are you wearing a t-shirt? <laughs> and I'd be like, you know what? You got to hear this particular album and get with it. Mm -hmm. And you hear and you like, you know what? B-Day was fired. Yeah. yeah. Shit was playing. I'm a fan Definitely. now. Definitely. But it's just, you got to... Don't get discouraged. Discouraged <laughs> if small little pieces of content like being persistent as far as like your twitters having a consistent hashtag mm -hmm. getting different influencers to post or tweet your link granted they may not get you a lot of like traffic but imagine when people start to look you up there's all these breadcrumbs that you left mm -hmm. on the internet that leads directly back to you yeah that's all i have I, you that's know, good jokes that's a good I one. think um because if you look at okay let's say um in the studio with my friend millie right millie working on some stuff and let's say he's really good friends with z money i'm not sure if you guys are no but put us on okay see this is chicago <laughs> drill z money underground shit <laughs> i like that shit. shit but it's good his production is great so let's say z money walks in i'm not gonna say he's gonna be like oh man i like that beat can i can you send me some stuff i'm not gonna be like okay 500 dollars because it's essentially about who sees you and mm -hmm. who sees your name you know because being a producer you have to give beats away for free you have to do stuff for free work in the studio for free yeah because it's about who sees you mm -hmm. you know if you see my name um, let's say I produced, let's say you see me, the song I produced for Xavier, right? Mm. You're like, oh my gosh, who's Gianna Lee? Well, I didn't know that the, this was, this remix was out. 
you go listen to it oh my gosh then you see articles then you see social media okay it just it doesn't matter who you are because let's say van jess listens to the song loves it contacts me in the studio with them so it's just like different sprouts mm-hmm. and eventually you're gonna get paid for it yeah you know because right. it's just really about planting the seeds mm-hmm. essentially yeah that was perfect and if you are in that situation, you are a producer and you like, I know it's a fire ass beat, I ain't trying to give it away for free. You got to. Consider <laughs> who are you giving this to. Yep. Yeah. Don't just give anything away for free. Give it to someone if it makes sense. Yeah. Yep. If I'm in a studio with Beyonce, oh bitch, you, you take ain't got what you want. Take what, girl, what do you want? I'm gonna play everything for you. I'm playing that? everything. <laughs> it's gonna benefit me more, mm-hmm. even if she's like, so look, you know, I don't have, not that she doesn't, I don't want to pay for the record, mm-hmm. but I will share publishing with you. You're going to share publishing with me no matter what. Run it. I, <laughs> I made the shit. Yeah. You know, the sound, that's me. I'm going to get so many more opportunities giving my music away to Beyonce and her getting all my tracks than I would saying no because Nobody I wanted $20,000 yeah. up front. No, you don't need 20000 up front. You're going to make that You're back. You're going to make that back and mm-hmm. so much more. Mm-hmm. Bitch, you know how long Beyonce tours? <laughs> right. Okay. Throw me in your greatest hit set list. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do something, but it's you got to think uh, if it makes sense then do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give, you know, a beat to Carrie Hilson. I don't give a fuck about her. Come on now. <laughs> Come on. I mean, she's, she's, she's good though. You can have a right and then, you know. Yeah, we'll give it to her as the writer, not the singer. Yeah. Oh my God, shut Come, up. Come on. You're not saying that about Listen, Ariana though. Carrie play Ariana, look first here, of all, if I got placement on her album, first checks. All. Yeah. Shout out to Candy from uh, Real Housewives, aka Escape, because she wrote what, what, what's the name of the song on Ariana's album? Um, Break up with your boyfriend. Oh, break up with your boyfriend. Oh, yeah. First of all, that album is so good. It is good. It's so good. And I heard of it the word of mouth. So See? somebody th- was like, oh my God. And I was like, all right. Because I, I was not going to go listen to it. Not that I have a problem with Ariana, but I just don't You're go not, looking for her that shit. She's not your market. She's not talking to you. Right? Yes. But and then I listened to it and I told my group chat this morning. I was like, yo, y'all got to listen to this See shit. See how powerful that and is? And they're going to go listen to it. Yeah. It's so many small interactions like that that helps build an organic and genuine fan base or mm-hmm. even customer base for you because you got artists who have a hundred thousand followers on their Twitter, but ninety of those were purchased. Mm-hmm. So you really only have like ten thousand. No one's fucking listening to your shit. Yeah, you know? it's not. Ac- that's not a real metric for you because it's not organic. It's not real. It's just yeah. a number count. Those are just like random bots and people mm-hmm. who don't even use their Twitter accounts <laughs> yeah. anymore that th- somehow they're magically following you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you can grow that naturally, leave breadcrumbs. A different different ways you can think about it is like I said, use all of your social medias, get on blog posts, team up with different influencers, put yes. on you just have content anywhere. You gotta be consistent. Mm-hmm. Not like um but content that makes sense though yeah content that makes sense like don't go left field don't be doing no goofy shit obviously but seriously you know if i'm like building a snowman i'm rolling it down the hill the more i roll it down it's gonna pick up more and more and more snow but if i stop it should go melt yeah oh i like that analogy that's a cover i like that yeah. Tis the motherfucking season with this you know? movie shit. <laughs> Man, I'm Chris. I'm you not here in bands. <laughs> <laughs> we got slush on the ground and Gianna got low 
Uniqlo. Oh, damn, girl. Yeah, like, I got the socks on, though. Okay, yeah, that's girl. Right. Yeah, I went to Uniqlo. Socks. Y'all got that heat tag. <laughs> sure do. <laughs> Bought some more. Ew. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, that was a good dope uh, DIY yeah. week, Joe. And um, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, around these parts but before we do Gianna let people know where they can find you find more information about your production and how they can reach out to you if they want to hear you know some of your work um Twitter handle Instagram handle SoundCloud handle is Gianna is Fiji um Gianna is Fiji or Gianna Lee you can find Xavier then that'll bring you back to me so it just you know Gianna is Fiji on everything Notice the handles are all the same. All the same. That is important. All the same. Consistency. Consistency is key. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, again, you can find us at Dope Girl Dialect, you know, on Twitter and IG at Dope Girl Dialect. Make sure you hop over to our website, dopegirldialect.com, to stay in the loop on all of our past episodes. And, of course, our playlist, our Dope Girl Approved playlist, you can listen to via Spotify. Of course, you can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Radio Public, and so much more. We probably on some back radio site somewhere <laughs> by know, now. Definitely. Whatever. Somebody probably uploaded our shit illegally. We doing it on legs. Right. Yo, someone bootlegging your shit, you doing right. Yeah. 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 We probably on some smack DVD somewhere oh. in some <laughs> bodega. <laughs> Smack, I thought about something else. Oh, shit. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. You know, you hear your podcast playing in the back and you hear ass slapping. <laughs> what? <laughs> shit. There's a lot of amateurs. But honestly, though, okay, so do you guys, have you guys watched uh, Trigger Warning with Killer Mike? Yes. No. I did. Oh, so you have to watch it. I've seen it. a, I've it's seen only a like preview. It's five episodes, right? Four or five episodes. Yeah. It's, it's really good, but which brings me to the smacking with the porn. <laughs> They literally, I don't want to ruin it for you, but basically porn helped with one of the situations. Pay attention. Yeah. That's what it was. It helped them gauge more. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. One little smack. So if you have an idea and you want to use our podcast for something, you know, we'll be happy to help. Just drop us us a line. Put put, put them in the credits. Put them in the credits. (laughs) Just drop us us a line. We do have a form where you can contact us and, um, you know, we can host events and you can have us playing in the background of whatever, whatever. Just hit us up on our website, dopegirldialect.com. We love opportunities. You know, you know, the more the merrier. But you we know do. Beyonce too. You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, always Fenty Beauty. You know, okay, a lot of things that we want to. You know, Riri, we love things, you, girl. You know. Come on, sis. Free samples. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but you can catch us all there. We and talk about Fenty Beauty so much. Too fucking much. <laughs> too I don't wear much. makeup, and I know it's great. So yeah, it's amazing. Good. Too she fucking much. Look, Rihanna. If somebody know. We can be your sponsors, girl. girl. We can be your everyday girls that you have on your, uh, you know. Yes. Your we can ad, do some ASMR of us just opening your lip gloss you know? on our thing. podcast. So mm-hmm. let us know. But yeah, you can catch us. And make sure you stay in the loop with us and join the conversation by hashtagging us at hashtag DDDPod. And we'll catch you on the next one. We out. Yeah, y'all.